Welcome back, everybody, to the Bilal Muhammad fan club. Uh, <laughs> go to Gabbard JD with the boy, Fade JT. We're back, baby. Throwing bows. We're back in the saddle. Um, I don't know. We just thought, you know, it's the biggest card of the year. Let's come in, throw an episode, talk about our plays. Highly requested from all of our fans, um, of it, of which there are many. So, yeah, JT, it's yeah. going to be back, baby. How, how, how you been? How you feeling? Good. I had to change my number to like stop getting bugged about just dropping an episode. So no, yeah, finally, bad. yeah, bad it's bad. tough. It's tough. We're like leaving, leaving postcards and stuff. Um, yeah, not good. But UFC 280 in Abu Dhabi this weekend. We're gonna keep this episode short and sweet. We've got plays. Um, I think JT said he's got five plays. I've got around the same amount. Um, so yeah, I think we're just gonna go through each fight here. And then uh, we'll just tell you if we got to play or not. And then that's kind of how we'll do it. And maybe a little recap at the end. And uh, yeah, that's that. Well, you want to keep it short and sweet for you guys. And uh, again, this is like the best card of the year. So this is going to be sick. It's going to be an awesome weekend. Uh, 9 a.m. Eastern start time, 8 a.m. Central um, for the early prelims. going to be an early morning, but or no, 10 a.m. Eastern start time, 9 a.m. Central. My bad. Um, yeah. But yeah. Let's uh let's just jump right into it. You got anything in this Lena Landsberg versus Carol Thunder Rosa fight? Not at all. Not no. even the slightest. Yep, me neither. Uh, I think Carol Rosa probably wins, but she's a massive favorite. Speaking of massive favorites, we have Muhammad Mohayev against Malcolm Gordon. I know he's like up over uh, Mohayev's over like minus twelve hundred now. I was like looking to parlay him, but I was like, oh no, thanks. That's not worth yeah. my time. And, yeah, uh, same here. Malcolm Gordon's last fight, I was against him pretty heavy, and uh, he broke the dude's arm. Like it just—it wasn't even like intentional, I don't think. But, um, but yeah, that's that. I don't know. Mahia's gonna kill him. Um, you got anything in Armin Petrosian versus AJ Dobson? No, I don't. Okay. I yeah. Yeah, I, I was I was kind of looking at that one, but um i don't know it feels like a stay away maybe petrosin at dog or uh, uh dobson at dog money but it doesn't really feel like one i'm dying to bet um i've got one in this next fight between abu bakar namagomedov and godzi omar godziev uh, <laughs> uh i have a play here do you do you have anything in this uh no but i am very heavily considering parlaying everybody has the name close to khabib's in one parlay and just seeing if that hits, but valid. that's about it. Valid, honestly, very valid. Um, I actually, so Godzi's like plus one thirty-five on the money line here. Um, his submission prop is plus six fifty, and um, out of his thirteen professional wins, um, three of them are by sub, which is you know it's not like massive amount, but it's still there. And uh, for Nurmagomedov on the other side, his last two losses have been submissions. So I think there's a shot at plus 650. The line seems wide to me. So I think if uh, if he's going to win, if Godzi's going to win, he's got a shot doing it there. So plus 650, I locked it in for a half unit. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's worth a stab, no doubt. Um, I think we might be on altering sides here, but uh, Zubaira to gov versus lucas almeida uh, i think you like almeida here why i like almeida just because uh i think surprise striking is impressive 
but I believe Alameda has a two-inch reach advantage, and both of these guys have gone to decision where I can just see with the plus money this being like where he's just out touching him and staying out of out of reach. So I just liked him at there at the plus money, really. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I, I didn't mean why in a uh, in a demeaning way, by the way. <laughs> I feel like why did you pick that, you idiot? <laughs> um, from the desk of everyone's favorite. Twitter personality, Beefy Latifi. Uh, he loves Zubaira this weekend. So um, I actually did include him in a parlay, which we will get to later. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think this, this will honestly be a really good fight. One of the better fights on the card, honestly, I think. Um, as far as like the, the lower end ones go, of course. But honestly, a, a pretty underrated fight. Um, Here's one, Volkan Uzumir and Nikita Krylov. Do you like anything here? This was I was going back and forth on this one. Do you, do you like anything here? Um, I faded Volkan last time, and it like bit me in the ass. Yeah, but I'm doubling down. I just like I feel like he. I felt like he was just washed, and he proved me wrong. I, uh, but I love Krylov. I think I, I have him just thrown into a parlay, but nothing like I think it's gonna be close. I think Volkan's incredibly good but this fight has no business going to decision none none uh minus 190 fight does not go to distance interesting parlay piece i'm staying away i was really back and forth on this fight honestly but i'm gonna stay away there um another very interesting one between a couple of uh couple of guys that uh have been kind of Fighting pretty well lately between uh, Mahmoud Muradov versus Kao Baralio. Uh, Kao, Kao, I, I don't know. Dude's a mini Paulo Costa, though. Um, he's just like a skinnier one, even though they're in the same weight class. But I like Baralio here. Um, I think I, I threw him in that parlay as well. I just think he's the better fighter. I think he's better on the feet. I think he's better on the ground. Um, I think he probably wins this by decision. Um, but I could also see him submission odds. Interesting. It's like not as good as you would think it is. I think it's like plus 300 or something, which just isn't amazing. But, um, but yeah, I like Baralio here. Do, do you have any, any side on this fight? I got Baralio, Bar- whatever his name is. I'm not even going to try yeah. at this point. After two <laughs> times, he can't use it. But uh, yeah, I think he's more well, well-rounded and he's been more impressive in his record too. So I just, yeah, the way he's fought and everything. He's also I, just fought better fighters. That's yeah, honestly, it's it's just true. Like, even though he hasn't been in the UFC that that long, he beat Godzi, um, he beat Ar- Armin Petrosian, two guys on this card actually, which is really funny. Um, he's grappled against Jalton Almeida. Like the dude is, he's actually has some pretty decent experience for how like, I guess you could say young he is. And uh, Muradov on the other side just got subbed by GM3. I get it. Everybody does. He also beat Alessio de Kiriko, which is a, a good win as well. But I, I think this is honestly a fight between two really legit dudes. And I think it'll be um, it'll be interesting. I'm not sure that Baralia should be as wide as he is, but I still think he's going to win the fight. So, uh, yep. you know, we got to. We got a lean there. Um, the main prelim and the reason that everyone is tuning into this card, Bilal, remember the name Muhammad versus Sean Brady. I mean, I cannot think 
of a better fight to fall asleep to than this one right here. Um, <laughs> except I think their wrestling might cancel each other out. I really do. Um, I mean, they're both like amazing wrestlers. Bilal, Bilal has a striking advantage in my opinion. Um, I think their wrestling is truly going to cancel each other out. I, I get it. Brady's like this hype prospect or whatever. I just, I don't see it. I watched his last fight. I was on Sean Brady and his, or I was on uh, uh, Kiesa in his last fight against against Brady, and I just I don't know. Obviously, you know Brady won the fight, but like he didn't do anything to me that was like, oh my gosh, this guy's amazing. And before that, he beat Jake Matthews and one of Jake Matthews' like not great performances. Beat Christian Aguilera before that. Other than that, this this uh, like resume just isn't that impressive fun fact though in 2016 he did beat a guy by the name of rocky edwards which i just think is fucking hilarious the fact <laughs> that there was a guy named rocky edwards like and dude, rocky like, lombardi went like like a white up. dude it's like a white dude named rocky edwards and it's just like huh that's sick um but yeah below i mean that when i went against vicente luke was as impressive as i've seen you know whatever and i i think he's just a great striker and can cancel out He's good at uh, he's good at making like what you're good at. He's good at taking that away. If you're a good striker, he'll take it away. If you're a good wrestler, he'll take it away. And I'm not saying he's like a like a future champ. I'm I'm not the biggest fan, but like I think he wins this fight. I don't think Sean Brady is as, as special as people think. Um, I like Bilal here. I got it at plus one twelve. I forget which number you got it at. You'll have to let me know. Um, but I also took. Bilal by split decision at plus 850. Little half unit play. This just seems like one of these gross fights. Goes to the split decision. Bilal gets the nod. Plus 850. You got to lay it. I was hoping it was like plus 1,000, but we'll still take it. Um, yeah, Bilal. Bilal by split. Um, what number did you get this at? And uh, tell me why you like Bilal as well. Uh, I got it at plus 120. And I like Bilal just because, first off, UFC fans in general love a shitty kickboxing match between two people who primarily wrestle. Like, just love them. Like, they just, they're always decisions, too. Nobody's really going to get knocked out here. So I love the split decision bet. Um, but I do think Bilal's uh, wrestling is better. And, like, I don't think it's better to the point of, like, being able to dominate it on the ground, but better enough to, like, just fend him off the entire time. It's not going to happen for Sean Brady. And, yeah, like you said, I haven't seen anything out of Sean Brady's hands that I'm like, oh, yeah. He does have that. He does have like a little bit of one punch. Yeah, no, he does. Like, like with like with Usman, at least like you saw like a knockout before where you're like, oh my god, he has ungodly power. He just doesn't know how to use it. Sean Brady, it's like, I don't know. It's obviously better than Askren, but uh, kind of same thing there. I yeah, I just love Bilal as well. That eye poke was like the worst look I've ever seen for a fighter. But like, like it was clearly real. But it just like he looked like such a pussy during it. it was kind yeah, of I mean, tough, he's like but- ah. <laughs> Yeah, it was not a good look. No, no. I think it really affects the line, to be honest. But yeah, no, love the law here. Plus one. Yeah, I agree, hundred uh, percent. Let's move on to the main card and one that I will personally guarantee goes the distance, or I will do the next time we do a podcast, I'll do it shirtless. Um, Kaylin Kagan versus Manon Faro. Um, these girls, Manon Faro is a She's a beast. I mean, literally, and, and Chuck isn't isn't bad herself. Um, I just think that like Faroe is just way better. Just way better. Um, 
And I just think there's levels to this game. And I think that uh, Manon Froze just, she's, she's different, man. She's a future, future champ. I think, I think uh, uh, once Valentina leaves, this is her division. And I think this is the fight to get her the title fight. Um, I think it's like her and Tyler Santos are going to be the two girls that are just going at it. So yeah, I like Fro here. She's actually the last leg of that parlay with, uh, with, uh, Zubaira and uh, Baraglio. So that pays plus 253 for Roe, Zubaira, Baraglio, Moneyline Parlay plus 253 is my fourth play um, of the day here. You, you like anything in this fight? No, I'm definitely staying away from it. I do like, uh, I don't know what you said, but I think for Roe by decision, it's just minus 110, like yeah. just basically straight <laughs> up. Like, yeah, the odds are so like short for that. It's hilarious. But I still, you know, I might throw a little bit on it just because I'm pretty confident in it. Like, I don't, I've never really liked Shit Caitlin Shapady, uh, whatever her name is, but um, she never really impressed me. So I might throw a little bit on that one. Dope. All right. Uh, lightweight, the, uh, the uh, you know, first lightweight fight on the card until the main event between Benil Dariush, someone who was supposed to fight Islam Makhachev many of times, uh, against Mateus Gamrot. And I love Mateus Gamrot. I, I absolutely love him. He's a stud. Um, the line is scaring me a little bit in this fight. Yeah, Gamrod Open is kind of a big favorite. It's moved all the way back down. And I think that um, I, I just feel like Benil is one of those dudes that like you can't underestimate. And if you do, he sneaks up on you and beats you. And I could just I can see that happening, but like he's obviously been on an absolute tear as of late. I think he's he's won seven in a row. Um, was supposed to fight Charles, was supposed to fight Islam, and it just hasn't. Um, definitely should have gotten knocked out in the Drakkar close fight, and this wouldn't even be happening. But still, I don't know. I just feel like he's one of those sneaky dudes, but he's been on a layoff for a really long time now, hasn't fought since May of 2021, um, been like a year and a half. So, yeah, I don't know. I like Gamrot here, but this line is scaring me. I'm not betting him because of the fact that I just think you can't underestimate Dariush, but I – I love Gamrot. I think he's pretty much the future of this division. So uh, he'll definitely be fighting for a title one day in my eyes. So, yeah, I like Gamrot here, um, but I'm not playing him. You got anything? Um, No, not really. Not really an official play. I kind of eyed the decision here for Gamrot, it, but it's only at, like, plus 140, and they're kind of both finished guys. But my kind of feeling on it is, like, when over the, whenever those two kinds of guys fight, it seems to go to decision. These guys both really want it right now. I can't see. I'd be surprised to see a KO, but also with these two, not really. Um, but yeah, no, nothing really here. Love game run as well, though. Let's go. And I'm going to kick it to you first for, you know, the first one of the three biggest fights on this card, obviously, between Piotr Jan and Sean O'Malley. Um, I'm really interested to see what you think about this fight. I... I really respect Sean O'Malley's power. I do. He does have kind of like a one-touch power that's a little bit different. Um, but I think PDR is just way better well-rounded fighter on the feet. I can't see really going on the ground. Better everywhere. If it does go to the ground, he's better. So Yeah, exactly. Like, he's just better. Like, I, I, I don't see where Sean O'Malley's better. Um, the, like, obviously, the one-touch knockout is always a possibility. But I feel like it's kind of a long shot. I can't see PDR being put away like that. So, yeah, no, I 
I really love Fiorian, but I'm really just going to use him in parlay stuffer. Um, like, I like Sean O'Malley. I think he's a highlight kid. He's kind of like a fun personality, a little annoying at times, but I just think this is a little bit too, too high for him. Yeah. No, I, I actually really, I'm going to cheer for O'Malley in this fight. I love Fiorian, honestly. He's, he's genuinely, I think, one of the best fighters in the world, pound for pound. Um, but I'm going to cheer for O'Malley just for the memes. Um, but I think it's, it's honestly a, a decent scrap here's the thing i'm worried about about pierian we've seen this in the past he is a very very slow starter he will he's not afraid to drop a round or two in exchange to you know get like gain a lot in the later rounds and that's something you cannot do in a three-round fight and especially against sean o'malley like you you can't do it um i don't i don't thinking he won't do that obviously this time around um like he, he just he can't afford to um but i don't know man it's it's interesting it's worth a shot something that's interesting to me is maybe Jan lee like he just he always gets better as the fight goes on Piotr Jan in round three plus 900 interesting um we've seen sean not gas out but definitely you know decline as the fight goes on while Jan seems to go the opposite way so I don't know man I I think that Jan is going to win this fight but it's just something I'm a little bit concerned about and why I'm not willing to use him as a parlay stuffer um and also I'm just going to cheer for Sean but yeah I would look at if I wanted a long shot on this I would look at Jan late I think he's going to win the fight just something I'm a little bit concerned about so um yeah I don't know interesting one no doubt one i'm very very excited for honestly the one that maybe raises the biggest uh question mark for me on this card um besides the main event i think but i know we are differing opinions on the co-main event i can go first uh bantamweight title shot or title fight between aljamain sterling tj dillashaw i like tj in this fight i think he's definitely better than aljamain on the feet he's levels above aljamain on the feet um everybody knows that He's not a better wrestler than Aljamain, but but he's great at defense. He's great at grappling defense. He's not. He doesn't get taken down very easily. He gets up very quick when he does get taken down. Uh, I heard a stat I think from GC on Helwani show that uh, Dillashaw's been on the been. He he's given up 88 seconds of control time in his UFC, UFC career on the ground, um, and I just think that. Obviously, all it takes for Aljamain is like one because he can just backpack you for a round and there's nothing you can do about it. Like, you know, we saw that with Jan, but I think obviously TJ's prepared for that. That is Aljamain's path to victory here. And I think if you're getting, if you're giving me TJ Dillashaw plus 150, I think that's ridiculous. I just think that's so much value. Um, I think TJ wins this fight more often than not. So I think that's, that's pretty good value here. I think he's, he's got the power if he wanted to put Aljo out and, uh, We'll see what happens, but I just, I just, I'm sick of all Jermaine Sterling, man. I'm so sick of it. So I'm, I'm ready for TJ to put him, put him to bed. And uh, I hope that happens. I know you're probably going to side with your wrestling boy here. So uh, tell me why you like all Jermaine Sterling in this fight. Um, I like all Joe. Um, I like him by KO just for a little sprinkle sprinkle, you know, putting a plus 1200 bet in is always just a blast, but um let's hit all the whenever, time. <laughs> uh Aldo's not great on the feet but he's decent like he's like I, I do think tj's uh like a level ahead of him but i think when you mix in the wrestling it makes wrestlers who have pretty average uh stand up makes them a little bit better because like you just have you have to defend so many more areas 
I think he has a little bit of advantage there. And TJ's super chinny. He's super chinny. I like, there's just something about it. Like it, he just gets one touch and it can be out. And if he can get, if he get, I could see him getting knocked down and then immediately Aldo's on his back. Like one of those where he just clips him and Aldo's immediately on his back. Uh, that's, that's my biggest worry. I love TJ. Like I like just love watching TJ. He's one of my favorite fighters, but, and I don't like Aljo's personality in the slightest, yeah, but I can't help myself. Like, I just like this bed just screams Aljo for me. And I just hate TJ's chin, especially with how old he is now. Here's something for you on Bovada. You can bet Aljamain Sterling to land a knockdown and win by submission at plus 2,500. Dude. Yeah. Dude. You should get someone to lock that in for you. I don't have any money on my Bovada right now, but you should get like DJ or someone to lock that shit in for you. So I don't know. Get somebody to lock it in for you. Somebody will. I don't know if DJ even has Bovada. Yeah. Get, get, get Josh to or get Pumba to or Pace will probably do it for you. Like just get somebody to if you want, but that's there yeah. in case you want it plus 2,500. So, um, or I'll a lot and land two plus knockdowns plus 4,000. So if you want that's... any of those. There you go. Um, <laughs> this is an insane one. Sorry, last thing here before we move on. Both fighters would be knocked down in round one, and TJ Dillashaw to win by TKO via head kick. <laughs> That's so random. Plus $12,500. Or Aljamain Sterling to win <laughs> via submission or via armbar in round four plus 30,000, and round five plus 40,000 so there you go okay <laughs> now that's are, really calling your shot those are smacking um all right let's move on to the main event of the evening between the champion i don't care if you say he's not the champion he is the champion charles dubronx Oliveira versus islam makachev um i on this podcast you have disrespected charles Oliveira time and time again and i'm ready for your public apology and i'm ready for you to tell me why charles Oliveira is walking out of abu dhabi with the lightweight strap around his waist all right now i was wrong it was basically where i'm gonna start with this i was wrong i part of me thought he was soft looking back on his record like I had reasons to think that like he he was soft, you know, like he's had some like losses that were pretty ugly, but he's just the absolute dude. He's an absolute dude. He has a people forget he has a crazy gas tank too. Like like people forget this because he's been subbing people so quickly. He has a crazy gas tank. He can go five rounds if he needs to easily. He's like Tony Ferguson two point and Brazilian, but I I think he is more dangerous on the ground than uh islam and i also think his hands are better we like charles has been knocked down but i believe islam's been knocked out like and taken out and like, knocked so out yeah yeah the only loss he got knocked out yeah against a fellow russian i do believe or around that area brazilian actually brazilian okay okay that yeah see this is a secret sauce right here also um two quick things on that one that dude that knocked him out lost five straight fights after that and various uh, promotions. And two, I don't know if you saw this, but Charles Oliveira said that he made a pact with God that he has to knock out Islam in the first round. So I don't know what that tells you, if anything. 
But yeah, I'm I'm with you there. If I, I'm putting money on a first round knockout for Charles, then um, if he's bringing God into this, might as well. I'll give you a, a line while you keep t- while you keep talking. Uh, but yeah, no, I I love Islam. Um, I think he he has crazy willpower right now, and he has it right now, and that's what's really important. Like sometimes fighters lose it, and sometimes fighters gain it. Um, where they're just kind of un- unbeatable. They're in a mindset, like, until they lose, like, they're the best in the world, and they're going to prove it. And this is a man on a mission, and he's going to run through Islam. I think so, too, man. I really, really think so, too. Sorry, I'm trying to get a line here on Charles Oliveira. Charles Oliveira by knockout, uh, round one, plus 1,200. There you go. Let's go. I love it, man. I, I just think I, I do agree that Islam is a little bit chinny. It's it's weird to say. We haven't seen it in a long time, but you can just kind of tell, man, when he gets hit. Um, but so many times people are just like, oh, you you take him down and the fight's over. Like, who I, – I, I think that Islam deserves this title shot. Let's not get it twisted. I get it why people say he doesn't just looking at the names, but, like, he's beat Saryukin. Uh, he beat Drew Dober. He beat Tiago Moises. Like, he, he's beaten decent guys, like guys that are actually good fighters. Um, so I don't want to get this twisted. He's won a bunch of fights in a row. He's won, like, eight straight. Uh, I don't – or he's won ten straight, actually. I don't want to, like – disrespect islam by any means uh he is the i mean he's the best wrestler in the division it's not even close he's the best probably ufc wrestler not counting bo nickel but he's probably the best ufc wrestler since um since habib since habib i mean obviously not dc you know ben Askren, guys like that but i'm just saying like in this division in this like style of wrestling, he's one of the best um, ever to do it as far as wrestling goes. Um, we'll just see what happens. Um, but and I think that people make a good point when they say everybody else that Charles has fought in this like crazy run has been afraid to go to the ground with him, which I would agree with. But and they're like Islam isn't going to be, which I would also agree with. But I think you should be afraid to go to the ground with Charles Oliveira. Like there's a reason that these guys aren't going to the ground with him. High level fighters not going to the ground with him. For a reason, man. He is so legit. And if you're going to give me him at plus 150, that's crazy talk. That is absolutely crazy. Islam is not a shoe-in for this fight. I think it's going to be a great fight. I don't know what's going to happen. I think Charles Oliveira wins this fight. I don't know how, um, but I think he wins this fight. I don't think this fight goes the distance. And uh, if you're going to give me plus 150 on Charles Oliveira, that's that's ridiculous. That's absolutely nuts. Um, I think it's going to be um, – freaking mad show i think it's going to be ridiculous and uh we'll see what happens but yeah i'm all over charles in this one man i think he walks out of abu dhabi with the strap no doubt in my mind plus 150 even better i absolutely love it so yeah you know charles keep riding forward i mean i'm not going to stop betting him until he's until he loses i mean he's been an underdog or even money basically and like so many of these fights recently and it's like he's not he just keeps winning. So I love yeah. it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. So uh, just a quick recap. I have uh Godzi by sub plus 650. Bilal money line plus 112. Bilal split um, plus 850. TJ money line plus 150. Charles money line plus 150. And the Faroe, Tukagov and uh, Baralio money line parlay there um, at plus 253. You want to run through your 
picks quick and uh, we'll get out of here. Yep. Uh, I got Alameda money line at plus 140. Bilal money line at plus 140 as well. Actually, no, it's down to 120 now. Um, Jan by sub at plus 1200 and Aljo by KO at plus 1000. And then Charles at plus 160 to win outright. Um, and then a parlay with Barallo, Krylov, Aljo, and Jan for plus 460. I love it. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get our cards tweeted out before Saturday. I know it's an early start, so we'll probably get them tweeted out um, today. I guess if you guys are hearing this on Friday, they'll they'll probably be out. So go check that out at CodaCabriJD on Twitter at FadeJT on Twitter. Go check us both out. And uh, yeah, we love you guys. Um, enjoy the Bilal Muhammad um, show on Saturday. And uh, let's get out of here, JT. Peace. Get out of here. Peace.